0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Today is part two in a two-part series where we started last week on the topic of pipelines. So today we got a a treat for you. We are going to be going into some clips from a full hour and a half training that Christian Wright, one of our coaches, presented on Pipeline. So you're going to get some bits and pieces of this training. Still some really good takeaways here. So be sure to take lots of notes and once again, implement. So without further ado, let's dive in.
1: Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the preeminent producer podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in.
2: Well, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for for a lot of reasons, but first of all, because you all are out West and I'm on the East Coast, so I've been up for, uh, you know, six, seven hours, had a lot of coffee. So um, I'm sorry if I seem too cheery this early in the morning, but it's really not early in the morning for me. So um, really, what what I wanted to do today is kind of take the baton from where Rick had left us uh, on our last uh, call, where... He had gone over the 12 fundamental steps of becoming a preeminent producer. And I guess the first thing is, just kind of going back just a second, is that, again, we're we're talking about fast-tracking a producer to become the best that he or she can be as quickly as possible. And hopefully learn from those of us uh, coaches uh, who have already made a lot of errors uh put in our time and worked hard to get where we are um you can hopefully leapfrog us in if you follow uh what we're about to share with you and have shared with you so anyway um i also just want to kind of set the set the framework here uh pipeline is the first step and you know there's a lot of different sales uh, programs out there that you can you know you can buy or look into or whatever um and I guess as I started thinking about what really is the difference between your standard producer and that preeminent producer is, um, to me, pipeline is not a sales funnel. And you'll hear a lot of salespeople talk about and coaches a sales funnel. To me, a sales funnel is a lot of, uh, if you can picture this, uh, you know, a, a lot of potential opportunities that you're just kind of dumping in. And then hopefully some of them come out at the bottom and become customers, uh-huh. where to me, the preeminent producer does not use the sales funnel, but uses the pipeline, pipeline being a, being more narrow, being more focused, and really going after those prospects, those soon-to-be clients, uh, not wasting time on, on going after ones that don't meet with your carrier appetite or don't meet with your agency um, you know, portfolio and who you are. Uh, really spending your time going after businesses that you have a very, very high potential possibility, probability of them becoming a client right out of the gate. Okay, so again, the difference between, say, a sales funnel and a pipeline. So, um, Paul, can I share my screen and, and kind of sh- walk through uh, this? I yeah. see my you sure can.
0: There should be the that. There you go. Yeah, got it.
2: So hopefully everyone can see my screen here. And this is something that uh, I put together only because uh, I'm a very visual person. And this helps me to understand exactly what I'm talking about um, and, and for you all to see how you work through the process. So um, I already discussed the difference between, say, a sales funnel and a sales pipeline. But to me, it really starts, and I actually, I have it here starting with knowing your carriers, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But as I thought more about this last night and this morning, it actually starts a little bit before this. And what I don't have on this page is this is really a gold nugget that um, if you take this to heart, you will leapfrog other producers. Know your own self and know your own passions. And try to, if you can, marry that passion with prospective clients, okay? And what I mean by that is an example that we had here in our agency. We had a producer, a very new producer, was a female, and she was very passionate about cars and collector vehicles, and she was a gearhead. Um, And we got to talking, and she said, yeah, I mean, this is what I like to do in my spare time. Uh, my husband's into cars. I'm into cars. So her success, looking back on her success, really came when she was calling on garages of all businesses. It's a very simple step, but her passion was cars. Yes, she's an insurance producer, but her passion was cars. So I think when you're deciding, okay, how does how do I fill my pipeline? How do I create a pipeline? And how do I work through that pipeline? New producers, I would start with taking time to do some self introspection and say, "Look, what am I passionate about? Write them down. See them on paper. Think about them." Okay, I, I have a new producer that's going to start with us, hopefully very soon, who uh, is passionate about um, uh, healthy lifestyles. Happens to be a, a, a Pilates instructor. Um, husband has a restaurant. I guess well, they both have a restaurant. They're 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 foodies. You know, those are her passions. When she focuses on those, if those meet with our carrier's appetite, if those meet with our agency goals and objectives and who we are, she's going to have very fast success in placing business. Okay. So hopefully everyone understands what I'm talking about when when I'm saying look at yourself first. Then jumping into this, you know, you can come up with a list of prospects, but here's the reality. If they don't meet, if you don't have, let me back up. If you don't have insurance companies no. that want to write that business, mm-hmm. you're absolutely wasting your time. And I'm sure Matt and Rick can, can attest to this, you know, wanting to write a manufacturer of widgets, but not having the insurance company who can actually do that you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. And you're going to waste your marketing person's time. You're wasting the underwriter's time, everyone's time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think a successful preeminent producer is going to start with an introspective of, of who they are, what they like, what they're passionate about, but then they're going to spend time with their, we have a marketing rep internally, a person who oversees all of the marketing, which I mean taking the business out to the insurance companies, spending time with that person to truly get to know our carrier mix, our insurance companies. Okay. Um, what do they like to write? What types of businesses, you know, you know, maybe it's the travelers and, and they have a passion for writing contractors where maybe a uh, a company called say mutual benefit has really no intention of writing contractors. Okay. Um, what size Business, you know, a lot of insurance companies say, you know, we we want to see businesses that are doing at least ten million dollars in revenue. Okay, well, maybe, you know, uh, that's a that's a carrier you have that your prospects better be over that ten million dollar in revenue threshold, or maybe it's a fleet size number of vehicles, could be number of employees, could be the geography or location of the business. So, you know, you're not going to go after businesses. I'm again, I'm in Maryland, guys. So I'm not going to go after a business in Oregon uh, because number one, I'm not licensed there. But number two, I really, my carriers aren't wanting us to go after business in that area. Okay. So knowing your carrier mix, knowing what they want to go after is the proper starting point to filling and
3: creating your pipeline of opportunity. I just want to make an observation uh backing way up to the very first thing you talked about about trying to figure out what you're kind of passionate about what industries or whatever uh and i haven't been able to get that out of my mind ever since you said that so anything you said subsequently went (laughs) over my head but um you know like my experience uh an industry that that i'm passionate about uh is anything to do with wood wood manufacturing Uh, Because I'm a woodworker, you know it's it's a hobby, and you know I just love going out and meeting new prospects in those manufacturing wood-related industries, and I really get jazzed about walking through and you know and I speak the same language, right? And I guess my observation is, yeah, if if somebody's starting out, kind of with a blank slate, uh, I think that's a really good suggestion. Find the things you're passionate about, because I truly believe that the uh prospects that you meet with they'll see that passion mm-hmm. and chances are like the producer you mentioned who's a gearhead she has she speaks that language she has a knowledge she can throw things out and, and it kind of gives you instant credibility you know yep. but i think people want to uh do business with producers that are enthusiastic Mm -hmm. And it's hard to be enthusiastic, I guess, about something you're not enthusiastic about. So I think that's a great first step. I I just want to kind of throw that out there. I mean, I've experienced it myself. I probably did not go about that intentionally like you're suggesting. I think
2: handwritten letters are really important today because people don't get them. So again, you know, you're trying to be a preeminent producer is different than every other producer. OK, they're at the top of their game. And in doing so, you can't be the run of the mill. So a lot of sales programs will tell you email, 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 phone mm-hmm. call, email. Well, here's the reality. You know, I don't get a whole lot of mail anymore. So I get a handwritten piece of mail from Matt Starkey, um, you know, telling me, for example, he saw one of my because uh, I use this. saw one of my trucks out on the road. And uh, you know, told me how clean the truck was, almost to a point that he said he could have eaten his, you know, jellyfish sandwich off off the top of the hood. You know, I mean, to me, that's all I'm all I'm doing here is I want that prospect to remember me, to get to know me, however that takes. So handwritten letters have their place. Personalized email. You got to be careful about drip campaigns and emails that they do not look like they're uh you know uh, one of, of of many getting the same email. okay so for example, I go by my middle name Christian. So we use a marketing system that pulls contact names uh starts with the first name. My first name's Frederick. so in our computer system under my personal insurance account, it says F Christian Wright. So if the email drip campaign comes out and says hi F. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> you know, Rick Gregson is an incredible preeminent producer, blah, blah, blah. I'm already like, I stopped reading when it said hi F. So you got to be aware of that. And I think the check here is ask yourself, what would I think if I received that email? What would I think if I received that drip campaign? What would I think if I received a handwritten letter? And if you're not warm and fuzzy about it, Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. And then of course the good old fashioned phone calls. You can't be afraid of the phone. Mm -hmm. If you're a preeminent producer, I mean, to a point, yes. And understand a lot of people are just getting started and you have to break through that. There's, there's no, unless others on the call. know. I don't know of any secret sauce to get one past the fear of picking up the phone other than picking up the phone and dialing and making the calls. And sure, you're gonna get hung up on. Every preeminent producer has been hung up on way more than they've ever had the other person on the other line say, hey, sure, come on over and talk yeah. to me. So the point is, in the pipeline, that step is to get that prospect to know you.
0: All right, we're gonna stop there. I hope you enjoyed those bits and pieces. If you want full access to the entirety of not only that training, But our entire roadmap to success, I would highly encourage you to check us out at thepreeminentproducer.com and check out our different coaching programs where each and every month our coaches, just like you heard today, dive into very specific topics and not only present their expertise, but this is an opportunity to get personal coaching from them Ask your questions and they will answer you live on these calls. It's a great opportunity. So check us out at thepreeminentproducer.com. And if you like this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review. And until next time, we'll see you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.